This is Bet MGM Tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Go Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Wizards. Now, live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the big game, it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. You know, I'm pretty much going to be done with the Sixers, Ryan. I should have listened to Trista. Yeah, we got Kelly Oubre doing uh, incline push-ups rather than hitting some shots. 109-95, to go in the fourth quarter, Sixers down. Uh, you, you, I don't know how you convinced me up there. At the, I was good. He's I didn't very convinced. Well, wait, I mean, hold on. This like wasn't he... even my bet. Yeah, it was. It was. You were like, I'm in. I got to do this. I'm going to do it. I, and you felt good about it. And I said, you know what? I like your confidence. Wait a minute. I'm going to have to just go ahead and wait take it. Wait a minute. It. This is a delay. It's 109-100. Yeah, Sixers are only down, down nine. nine. So we wait got a second. Light. Yeah, let's all just be quiet. Yeah. Oh, oh, we are in a, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, Pete, you're going to be able to talk your stuff again. I'm going to never let you guys live this down. Or me, definitely me. I've been nice about it. No, you have. Thank you. Between the first minute of the Auburn game the other night. I didn't say anything about that. No, you did We only got scared, PJ, but we still loved the bet, and we tailed you on it, and it was fine. It was 7-4, to and you guys thought the world was falling. And then they yes. won by like a bajillion. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, because you've never oh. done that before, PJ. I've never watched you panic in the first quarter of a game before. Well, it was different for me because they were playing Bama, so it was kind of like a win-win for me regardless. Right, right, but, right. you know, right. Fair I, enough. I had a feeling they'd probably lose that game. Fair enough. All right, we got two people on this set that are 49ers backers. We got one sitting right here that is a Chiefs backer. Sterling Bennett jumps on with us. 49ers postgame, 95-7 the game. I Right now... What is the confidence level for you in this 49ers team, in this Super Bowl on Sunday? Because for the love of God, it just feels like we cannot, cannot count out Patrick Mahomes, no matter how bad his receiving core is. Yeah, I think for me right now, it's about a 75%. But the reality is you can never count out Patrick Mahomes. He's just too good. He's just too good at everything he does. You can be up by 10 uh, with 10 minutes to go, and he can lose by 11. It just feels like anything he does, no matter how far your advantage ahead of him is, he's going to find a way to come back and beat you. So I want to say 75%. They have the better roster between the two teams, but uh, Mahomes has some magic in him, so I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls something out of his hat again. Game for Shanahan because he has a chance to join Mark Levy, Bud Grant, Dan Reeves as the only coaches to lose four Super Bowls and not win one. Yeah, for Kyle, Kyle, it's been such a tricky thing for him because everyone here in in the Bay knows that he's blown two Super Bowls. Uh, For myself, fourth quarter again, if if he has a lead, there's no promise he can actually hold on to it again. You have to run the football for Kyle and I think for him, just like Steve Young in 1995, this is your chance to get the monkey off your back. Pull that sucker off and celebrate after Sunday. But for Kyle, uh, the one thing you wish doesn't happen is that you have a lead lay. All of a sudden, the thoughts of, can I actually do this? Are we actually this close? And all of a sudden, he psychs himself out and goes, I have to pass the football. Then seems he's not involved in the game plan anymore. 
Yeah, Sterling, I don't have to ask you who I uh, who you think who I think you think is gonna win the game because obviously bang bang Niner <laughs> gang, all of us. Fourteen hundred dollars right, right, for your boy right. last night at two AM. Um, <laughs> what matchup do you feel best about though? If they win, when they win, who will be Super Bowl MVP? So it's weird. The so betting weird. favorite to me should be Christian McCaffrey over Mahomes, over Brock Purdy. Like the, the Chiefs run defense has been awful. Everything San Francisco likes to do, running behind Trent Williams, the Chiefs rank, what, third worst against a run defense behind left tackles. Uh, their zone uh, run defense is one of the worst in the league. San Francisco's is top five. Like, everything is telling me Christian McCaffrey, but I also know this. The Kansas City Chiefs have a hard time guarding number two receivers, and Brandon Ayuk might be one of the best number two receivers in the entire league. I wouldn't be surprised if he has six for 75 and two touchdowns in this game. If they can get the offense cooking, get Brock Purdy on play action, uh, Brandon Ayuk might be the sleeper pick to win MVP in this game. So one of the most polarizing topics around those 49ers this year has been Brock Purdy, and everybody's got a different opinion, I think, of what they think of him the quarterback he is, the quarterback they thought he was before. Has your opinion of him evolved a lot, a little, stayed the same? Like, where are you on him, specifically being out there and, and being as close to the team as you are? The day he the took day over he... for Jimmy Garoppolo against Miami, my thought was, okay, it's like an MLB rookie, right? Comes in for a few months, tears things up, defenses get film on him, and all of a sudden, things catch up to him and he's not playing well. Well, the reality is that's not been the case. What, fourth in MVP as of last night? Uh, I think for Brock Purdy, the idea of him being a game manager was certainly in my mind when he began his career. But as he's progressed through now, what, near two full seasons of play, uh, I think we need to have a conversation of, is he a game changer? And I think he's shown that almost every single week this year, maybe outside against the Ravens on Christmas Day and against the Browns earlier this season. So has my opinion evolved? Yes, but having seen it every single day in practice, had it, like Brock Purdy's the same guy in practice as he is in the games. He's doing the same things. Like this is not new to him. It, we we've seen this every single day at Levi's on the practice field. So for me, seeing it in practice, just want to seeing it translate on the field. It certainly has. You see these other teams go up against the Chiefs, Sterling, and it feels like even if they have the better personnel, even if they have a lead. Even if it feels like they should have the Chiefs on the ropes, they find a way to get in their own way, whether that be penalties, whether that be playing outside of themselves. They just blink. For the Niners, do you think that their game plan is to simplify it or to break out all the tricks? You know, for Brock Purdy in this game, I do think he can game manage his way to victory in all honesty, because I do think if you want to simplify the game plan, it really is you have to feed Christian McCaffrey. If you run, 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 uh, basically do the opposite of what Baltimore did two weeks ago. They stopped running the football. It was working through two and a half quarters in that game, and as soon as they stopped running, Kansas City saw blood and went for the kill. If you're San Francisco, you have to continue to run the football. Do what you do best. If you want to call it simplifying it, sure, but the Chiefs this year, I believe, are 7-6 and six when teams have 30 or more rushes against them. Uh, if CMC isn't the running back built for that, and that isn't the easiest path to victory, uh, I don't know what else is. Because when they acquired Christian McCaffrey, all the talk was, okay, they have their guy. They have their Terrell Davis now. And Mike Shanahan needed TD to get to a Super Bowl. 
Shanahan now has his TD to get him to a Super Bowl, ride him to the finish. Do you almost feel like it's Super Bowl or bust, like if they don't... We've been there, they've been there, they were in the NFC Championship game last year, didn't have a quarterback that could, well, that had a working arm, and, you know, now uh, it's it's hard to get back here in the NFL, and you're going to lose guys eventually. Do you think that it's almost like Super Bowl or bust and all the pressure is on San Francisco, especially since the Chiefs just won another one last year? It's not almost, it is. If you lose this year, this year doesn't matter. Who cares? You didn't finish the goal. You know, being a big WWE fan myself and a big Cody Rhodes fan, you have oh, to yeah. finish the story. Like the Niners this year, their entire story is based on winning a Super Bowl, righting the wrong that was 2020 for San Francisco. If you don't finish the story, nothing else matters. You have to win or your entire season is a bust. Whatever happens in this game, win or lose, what type of offseason do you expect from the 49ers? Ooh. Well, they have their first-round pick this year, so it's always nice to recalibrate there, right? Um, but yeah. uh, to me, the first the first order of business is re-signing Brandon Ayuk. We've seen the impact he has on this offense uh, that will likely come at the cost of losing a player like Chase Young, which when we, when we talked last, I don't think is that big of a loss for this team. Uh, but this team is not going to have Randy Gregory, no Chase Young, Cleveland Farrell, three cogs on their defensive line are going to be out the building. I think you have to re-sign Brandon Ayuk, and you have to, I, I think, draft an edge rusher in the first round if you want to replenish this team. You mentioned Chase Young. What has been your assessment of why he's been largely so ineffective? He's a bum. There's really two tales of Chase Young, right? <laughs> there is this high effort. Right, right. There's there's high effort. There's high motor like the Lions game in the second half. Then there's low effort, low motor, just kind of nonchalant uh, play, which was against the Lions in the first half. I'm sure you saw it on Twitter, him jogging towards Jameer Gibbs. He had a chance to tackle him. It became a touchdown. But you look in the second half, he's stuffing guys at the line of scrimmage. So... For Chase Young, I think it really is being dialed in every single play. Uh, Steve Wilkes made it a point to say, look, the effort against the Lions was not there, and it's unacceptable. Nick Bosa, the exact same thing. I think for in, in on this team, they have the players to keep each other accountable, unlike Washington was the past few years. Uh, I would not be surprised if Nick Bosa said, look, Chase, um, do it again. We're going to go out there and pull you know, Randy Gregory, and, and you're going to sit. We cannot have you taking plays off. This is the biggest game of the year. You have to be dialed in every single snap. And if you're not, you're not going to play. How do you feel about Travis Kelsey in this matchup when you look at like his player props? There's six and a, uh, his receptions are six and a half. Last week I went under on Laporta with Greenlaw and Fred Warner being so good in coverage and it didn't really matter. I was actually kind of surprised what Detroit was able to do in the middle of the field. How concerned are you in that matchup? And what would you do with the player prop, uh, the receptions at six and a half for Kelsey? Well, I would hammer the over simply because the Chiefs love to feed him so much. It really doesn't matter. Um, you can have him double covered. He's going to get the ball. Uh, the one thing I don't like in regards to San Francisco's defense being able to keep him to the under is that Kansas City loves play fakes, bubble screens. They'll fake to Pacheco on the outside, then boom, Kelsey's wide open because your linebacker bit on the cheese. Warner and Greenlaw don't seem to do that, but I go to – a Jair Brown, young safety rookie this year. He's going to bite on some cheese. That's going to get Kelsey wide open a handful of times in this game. 
Talking to Sterling Bennett, BetMGM tonight. Oh, listen, we know how great uh, Christian McCaffrey is. It's a guy I thought should have actually won MVP and I think could win Super Bowl MVP if you have that pass rush of the Chiefs get after somebody like Brock Purdy. Let's let's take Christian McCaffrey and put him aside here for a minute. What type of role in the run game do you think Debo Samuel will have? Because I feel like it's, it's hit or miss with him, right? Sometimes he gets a carry, makes a big play. Sometimes he's just used pretty much as a wide receiver. Yeah, I think for Debo, it's not really how much he touches the ball when lined up in the backfield. It's really just how much you can actually get him the ball no matter where he is. Uh, the Chiefs love to run too high safety. That favors Debo Samuel's running style. There's going to be some space for him to maneuver around in that defense. Uh, but like you said, get him in the backfield. Uh, I think you're going to sh- he's going to be able to kind of, I don't want to say take over the game, but when you get Debo going three yards here, five yards here, six yards here, it lifts the offense up. So, I do think Shanahan's going to make it a point to get him the ball. Uh, My big concern is that if KC stacks the box, although the personnel is different, I'm afraid that they're going to run these screen passes and we're going to have a game like the Ravens game on Christmas Day where they're just sitting there waiting for it and he's getting nothing. Speaking of that Ravens game, that was a game where Brock Purdy threw four picks. Uh, So when things look bad for Brock Purdy, they look very bad. A lot of people think this is going to be a non-quarterback MVP Super Bowl. In order for Brock Purdy to win MVP, what must he do? Well, to win, game manage, but to win the MVP, it feels like he's going to have to overshadow his superstars around him, which is so highly, it's, it's so unlikely. It never happens, really. But it feels like he's going to have to have three touchdowns and throw for 300 yards because... Ayuk is so good, and McCaffrey's so good, and Debo's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere some props have Trent Williams over Brock Purdy for MVP. He just seems to be so buried on this roster when it comes to how much talent's on it. But for Brock, if you stay mistake-free, no picks, no fumbles, I think you don't have to have a massive, you know, 500 yards, 400 yards, but use your legs, make the electric plays, keep drives alive, just... You don't have to have this amazing box score, but it's how do you perform in extending plays, extending drives? It can it can be an amazing 15-yard pass to, on, on a third and 10 to give you or put you in field goal position to win a game. If he does that, it doesn't have to be three touchdowns or 400 yards, just making the electric play to keep your team alive. If last game, the NFC title game, was the Super Bowl, does Brock Purdy win MVP? Ooh, that's a really good question. <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, I would say yes, because the entire conversation about Brock has been, he's not electric, he's a game manager, and it felt like in that Lions game, he disproved that in the entire second half, right? And I think for Brock Purdy, he almost has to defy the odds to kind of get the respect he deserves. So if last week was a Super Bowl, he would have been the MVP. Sterling Bennett, 95-7 the game. Great to talk to you again, man. Thank you so much, and go, go Niners. There you go. Our Chiefs, baby. I don't, I don't want to say what's <laughs> going on in this game right Chiefs. now. Just let her know. We're just, I just, I, six point game. There are, there are Ten. things matriculating right now. Ten, nine, eight. We're only down by sixers. Hornet, Hornets were a bad choice. This, this game has suddenly turned a, into a positive way for some of us. There is hope, and you know what I love? I love hope. I love lamp. You love lamp too? I love lamp. Are you just looking at random objects in the room and saying you love them? 
I love that. God, it's still such a great movie. Oh, yeah. Mistake. It is. Worst sequel ever, though. You don't like it. Get out of here. Yeah, the second one was terrible. But the first one. Yeah, the second one was terrible. And that's all that matters. It's all about the first one and the original. That's what we love. Yeah. It's Ben MGM The Night.